You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank goodness it's Thursday. Thank you for tuning in today to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. My name is Ty. I'm the youth pastor here at Mountainside, and I'm excited to jump into God's Word today. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 15. And once again, I could say, oh man, what a great chapter. This is this is one of Jesus' most well-known sayings. It's kind of like every chapter in the Gospels, but this one's really good. It's where we see some of his most well-known parables. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the prodigal son, which is potentially one of his most famous parables. And what is interesting, and that I find interesting at least, is that in these three parables, which are all quite similar in nature, that they're all Jesus' response to the grumblings of the scribes and Pharisees in verse 2. He goes out of his way to tell three different stories to get the point across. And so let's read verses 1 and 2 together to set the stage. It says, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, that is Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. He receives sinners and he eats with them. It's kind of like, Jesus, don't you know that sinners are repulsive? Don't you know that you should have nothing to do with them? You know, we are the righteous and we should not associate ourselves with the wicked. That is what a good Jewish person does. That's what a good religious person does, right? I can't believe that Jesus would do such a thing. Who does he think he is? Then Jesus responds with these three different parables, but that all are singular in the message that they are communicating. And what they're communicating is this, that God's heart is that the lost would be found. God's heart is that those who are sinners would become righteous, that they would not be sinners anymore, that those who were far off would be brought near. It is a heart of redemption and reconciliation. It is a heart of love. It is a heart that wants to see the return of sinners, not to see them continue on in their sin. And that's why it is, to God, it is something to, not something to be grumbled about, you know, as the, as the Pharisees were doing, that it would taint the religious country club. No, it is a reason for great celebration because another soul was saved from eternal suffering in hell and is now living in the pleasures and the joy and the eternal life of right relationship with God. It is good that Jesus receives sinners and eats with them because that's what God would do. And that is what Jesus does because he is God. And I love just how similar these three parables are. I mean, the fact that Jesus repeats the same idea three times shows just how important it is. He needed to get the point across, not only to the Pharisees, but also to us. God loves everyone. And he wants to see everyone restored to him. And he will go through great lengths in order to do so. He is relentless in his pursuit and he does not give up until he finds what he is looking for. That is very, very good news. It's good news because that means that we don't find God, but that God finds us. God makes the first move. God is the one who pursues. 
even when we don't. He is the missionary God. He is the one who initiates the reconciliation. He is the one who started the rescue mission and will see it through to the end. You know, he is the one who goes out to look for the sheep that is lost. He is active. He goes and he searches for it until he finds it and then he carries it back to the fold. Saying the sheep wouldn't come back on its own unless he did it. You know, God is the one who tears the house apart in search of the coin that is lost. You know, the coin wouldn't just reappear on the desk. No, it is lost and it needs someone to actively look for it to restore it. And God is the one who goes running out to the prodigal son while he is still a long way off. He is the one who goes running out to him and embraces him with open arms, even though he definitely doesn't deserve it. This is what I think Jesus is trying to get, the point that Jesus is trying to get across, is that God is not satisfied with 99 sheep when he created all 100 to be with himself. He wants all 100. God is not okay with nine coins. No, he searches until he has all 10. He doesn't just say, well, at least I have one son at home. No, he is heartbroken by the lost second son and he is absolutely overjoyed when he returns. And it's not that God doesn't delight in those that he already has. He is glad that the 90, he has the 99. He is glad that he has the nine coins. He is glad that he has the righteous son who stayed home and didn't wander off. But it shows that God's heart is for all people, both those who are near and those who are far off, those who are lost and those who are found, because God loves everyone who is created in his image. As 1 Peter 3 verse 9 says, which actually we uh, I talked about a few weeks ago, oddly enough, uh, it says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants everyone to come to repentance in him. He wants all 100. He wants all 10. He wants both sons. That is God's heart. That is Jesus' heart. And as a follower of Jesus, that should be our heart too. And that's why it doesn't matter how many people come to church on a Sunday morning. It will never be enough. As long as there are people out there who are far from God and who are not reconciled with him, the thrust of our effort must be to receive them as Jesus did. It must not be just to wait until they come to us, no, but to go to them, to find those who are sinners and bring them to Jesus. And I think it would help to remind ourselves that we were once sinners too before Jesus came after us. We cannot be content with having 99 sheep in the fold when there's still one who is lost out there. I tell you what, in this world, there's a lot more than just one person who is far from God. But the good news is, is that God is pursuing them long before we do. He is relentless even when we aren't. He is loving them even when we don't do a very good job of doing that. He is drawing people to himself even when we are focused on ourselves. God is the missionary God. And as those who were once lost but are now found, we are to partner with the missionary God and go through great lengths just as he did to see those who are lost to be found as well. And when we partner with him, 
man, that is where we begin to see amazing things start to happen and, and lives being transformed in our communities. And we are doing that. And I hope that we can continue to do that even more. And 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 I realized, like kind of looking back now, that pretty much every podcast that I have done so far seems to be the same message. And I, I don't think that is a coincidence. And maybe it's just because I need to hear it and have it solidified in my mind just as much as anyone else. But I also think that the reason is is because nearly every chapter of the whole New Testament is saturated with the heart of God for the lost. It doesn't matter what chapter I get, this is going to be a major theme of it because it, it's why Jesus came to earth. It's why Jesus died on the cross. It's why Jesus rose from the dead. And it's why Jesus created his church to be his hands and his feet to pursue the lost and broken world, to share the message of a God who would die in order that they could live. And so I pray that God's heart that is displayed in these parables of Luke chapter 15, that God's heart would become your heart in my heart in our heart as the church for our friends and our family and our neighbors and our community so that we can say along with the father in the end of the story of the prodigal son it was fitting to celebrate and be glad for your brother was dead but now he is alive he was lost but now he is found thanks for listening and i hope you have a great thursday